You're with Dr. Darlie Elise, bringing you uncommon insights and practices on wellness, relationships, and spirituality in seven-minute nuggets or less. Today, I'm making the case for why your personal relationship with Jesus needs to go public. I know the plans I have for y'all, declares Yahweh, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give y'all a future and a hope. That's how the Texan Southern version of Jeremiah 29 11 reads. Though strange to our ears that have been accustomed to mainstream translations, this rendering is faithful to the Hebrew. It's a whole new text, isn't it? This is a favorite go-to scripture for those times in life where we need God's assurance in the midst of circumstances out of our control. You've probably seen dozens of beautiful and bold images of this text on social media, as I have, but now I'll never read it quite the same way again. These plans of God's, these thoughts of peace, this future and hope weren't for Jeremiah alone. They were for all of Israel. These words, read today, aren't personalized spiritual pick-me-ups solely for me. They aren't just for you. They're for us. That really reframes this passage, doesn't it? God has a plan for us. That future he is orchestrating is big enough to fit an us. It's easy to miss that because common English translations of scripture present the reader with a strange handicap. There's no second person plural. And so we read and understand the pronoun you as I, as if God is talking to an individual, though the original author was, in fact, addressing a group of people. John Dyer, adjunct professor in media arts and worship at Dallas Theological Seminary and creator of both the Texas Bible and the English second-person plural plugin for BibleWebApp.com, thinks regional colloquialisms can help us appreciate this nuance. The South's y'all, Pittsburgh's yints, the West Coast's you guys, and the UK's you lot present us with a fuller picture of the biblical author's early audience. So how often, while reading scripture, do we take as personal what was intended to be communal? Well, a little over 4,700 times, according to Dyer. Yep, there are 4,720 verses for which y'all, yins, you guys, or you lot are more precise. That splits into 2,698 verses in the Hebrew Bible and 2,022 in the Greek. Fixing the second-person plural problem, at least in our minds, is important, particularly since the good news of the gospel can only be accurately shared as a collective. Phrases such as, my own personal faith, personal walk with God, personal relationship with Jesus, or personal savior, and the practice of a private faith are reflections of a modern, individualistic, Western sensibility, more than they are biblical teaching. It's not helpful language because in scripture, faith is neither private nor individualistic. Do y'all not know that y'all are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in y'all? 1 Corinthians 3.16 To be clear, salvation is a personal gift, one that I can't accept on your behalf, nor you on mine. But sanctification, the process of being made more like Jesus, is a group effort. It requires a communal working out of faith and external evidence or fruit of salvation. So how do we end up booting out community and centering life merely on me and Jesus? The phrase personal savior originated in the mid-1800s. 
though it was Charles Fuller, host of the popular Old Fashioned Revival Hour radio program, which aired from 1937 to 1968, who normalized this particular vernacular. The idea of faith only got more personal from there. This popular Christian parlance reveals what some observers have dubbed our Western pathology of individualism. But the gospel is social. Biblical times are deeply enculturated, and scripture is set in community. As a living entity, community is messy, making it sometimes difficult to be a part of. Still, we need it, and it needs us. That's why personal relationships with Jesus need to go public. That relationship is corporate just as much as it is individual. Listening to religious podcasts, though I'm thankful that you've tuned in, is not community. Watching the live stream of a church service is not community. Simply following your favorite preacher on social media is not community. As we become more and more estranged from real relationships in a world of technological advancements, we need to remember that living out the gospel isn't a solo endeavor. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about us. Life was designed to be lived together. And knowing Christ doesn't exempt us from this truth. Faith transforms us internally, but doesn't stop there. It has external implications, as we see in Matthew 5, 13 and 14. Y'all are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how will it be seasoned? Y'all are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. So what's a good first step to taking your personal relationship with Jesus public? If you haven't already, consider plugging into a healthy church, one that is thoughtfully engaging the wider community and making a difference in society. Thanks for joining me today. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend. See you next time.